During the Performance Management Reality Check webinar, we received a lot of really great questions about a lot of topics, including performance management, incentives, training needs, and goal setting. It's important to know that all supervisors commonly experience some confusion and frustration about performance management. This may be a reflection of the decentralized nature of the U. Every unit has different tools and processes, and it can be really challenging to figure out how to address the issues you face in performance management. To address these and other important tactical questions, your best step is to talk to your local HR contact. Together with the SDC resources, this will enable you to make the best possible informed decisions. We also received some questions that we'll answer for you here. For more local information, we encourage you to also talk to your HR representative to contextualize your actions within your department or unit. Here with me today to answer your questions is Brandon Sullivan, the Senior Director of Leadership and Talent Development. A lot of people insist that self-ratings don't work, but the use form has self-ratings as part of the form. A lot of supervisors don't know how to handle this, and in addition to that, they're wondering how should they minimize defensiveness when the manager's review of a goal doesn't match the employees? Well, the university doesn't actually have a form. Uh, the forms are all determined at the local level, so each college and administrative unit has their own form. And I know that some do have self-ratings and some don't. Uh, there's been a general trend away from those self-ratings. Uh, if, if your college or unit does use self-ratings, you're going to have to have that as part of your process, uh, at least this year. Um, and that's okay. Um, it's not the end of the world. But as a supervisor, uh, what you should do is really expect that there may be a little bit of defensiveness that comes up as a result of that, particularly if an employee's self-rating is higher than what you would give them. Uh, and so in that case, you're going to want to kind of move past the rating and talk about really the important part of the review, which is the impact, the accomplishments, and how the person uh, made those accomplishments and what are some development areas for them. Why are SMART goals discouraged during goal setting process? And how would you advise discussing measurement of these encouraged, broad, flexible goals? Yeah, so I want to clarify one thing about this. This comes up a lot, this question of SMART goals, um, because a lot of people have thought for many years that that's the gold standard for goal setting. And it's not that SMART goals are inherently bad or you shouldn't use them, but when we're talking about an annual review process, an annual performance management process, uh, for most jobs, starting at the beginning of the year with three to five you know, broad, challenging goals is going to be the most effective thing to do because the work shifts enough throughout the year uh, that really, um, you know, kind of detailing out SMART goals, that's going to be a lot of work on the front end and those goals are not going to be as relevant by the time you get to the review process. So I would tease apart two things to answer the question. For broad annual goals, you want to think about what are those three to five things um, that you need the person to accomplish in their role. And the measurement should really dr be driven from what those, what those goals are. Um, and in some jobs that can be quantitative, and a lot of jobs it's more describing the impact, describing what's going to be different if the person is successful, um, how is a problem going to be solved if a person is successful. Um, these kinds of things. SMART goals are fine to use for those shorter term goals. So let's say you know someone has three to five broad annual goals for the next two months. Let's say they have a particular project they're working on. You may want to break that down into SMART goals and that may be really effective and the best way to go. But SMART goals don't tend to be that effective for those broad annual goals. So one supervisor asks, can you please confirm that goals are optional in the PAT system and clarify why this is? 
Uh, I'm a new supervisor and I was confused by this. It sounds like you're indicating goals are necessary, not optional. Brandon, what do you think? Yeah, so the question of um, whether goals are optional in the PAT system, I honestly can't answer. That's a particular uh, technology platform that's used in a, a part of the, the university. Um, so I don't know the answer to that uh, question. But I would say that goals are a really critical part of performance management. And um, actually, of all of the different pieces of performance management, uh, setting really good goals is one of your best ways of driving performance. And so I would say it's definitely a necessary part of performance management. If you don't set goals, then what are you helping the person with throughout the year? What are you providing feedback and coaching on? What are you reviewing them again against at the end of the year? Um, and you, of course, can come up with something when you have to do the review, but it's not going to be based on goals that were set at the beginning of the year. Um, and the research on this is really clear that when you set challenging goals that are they're realistic, right? Someone could reach those goals if they work hard. Um, that is one of the single best drivers of high performance. So what is your advice on shifting performance management from a more opinion to a more factual evaluation or review? Well, I would start by saying that uh, performance management should never be based on opinion. Um, definitely judgment comes into play, um, you know, and it, there's a little bit of art um, and hopefully a lot of science involved uh, in the process. But that's why you really want to set clear goals uh, up front. What are the things that the person uh, needs to achieve uh, so that you will have a basis for evaluating how successful they've been? Um, same thing with the how of performance or the behaviors. If you're clear about these are the behaviors that lead to high level of performance and these are the behaviors that we expect, then you can you know, make observations, you can get feedback from partners that the person works with and, and others um, to, to provide some data around that. So it is not an opinion, um, but it's more of kind of aggregating uh, information and data you have about how well the person achieved their goals. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you want to learn more about best practices in performance management, be sure to visit supervising.umn.edu and explore the Managing and Evaluating Performance module.